Welcome to Golder Time, a podcast delivered by yours truly, Sam Golder, proud head of school at Newark Charter School, right here in Newark, Delaware. Golder Time will air monthly and explore educational themes and topics at the local and national level, include fun and interesting things happening right here at Newark Charter School, have special guests, and even some of our own students. What a fun way for our stakeholders to hear from the school and promote all of the amazing things we have going on. Today, we have some truly impressive folks on the show, but before we get to that, let's catch up on some exciting news and notes from the home of the Patriots. Construction continues to move along on our brand new Performing Arts Center, set to open in August. The 600-seat state-of-the-art facility will serve as our home for theater and musical productions for years to come. Along with this great addition, we are also constructing an auxiliary gymnasium, as we continue our comprehensive upgrade of athletic facilities. On the academic side, we have just completed our winter map testing in grades two through eight. Our students have shown excellent growth from fall to spring, which really is where we can see our good work coming to fruition. There's a lot of talk nationally and locally about standardized testing, and there there probably should be. But I do like a test that shows growth throughout a school year much more than one that picks one moment of time in the spring. Show me where a student is in the fall, put them in front of a great teacher, and then show me where they are again in a few months. That is the essence of great teaching. This is where our bread is buttered. Of course, our high school students will soon have their testing season upon them. The PSAT and SAT are upcoming, and then in May, the AP tests begin. And speaking of our high school, did you get a chance to see the production of Cinderella? Wow. Not only do we have amazing direction and choreography from our theater advisors, thank you, Ms. Lunsford, Ms. DeLuca, Ms. Klein, and your whole team, but we simply have ridiculously talented student performers. The singing was beautiful, the acting was on point, and the whole thing felt like a professional production you would see somewhere in the big city. Kudos to everyone who made Cinderella such a success. We are looking forward now to finding Nemo at our junior high and castaways over at the Meese campus. Renaissance Day was a blast at our intermediate school. How impressed was I that our students could recite history, participate in arts and crafts, play Renaissance games. We even got a great show from some comedy Renaissance swordsmen. What a fun tradition for our intermediate school. And how about the Olympics at our primary school? Our own students living history and ready to take on the world. You know, I recently had an opportunity to shadow a high school student for a full day. Talk about an enlightening experience. Our high school students go through quite rigorous days here at Newark Charter School. I was exhausted by the time the whole thing was done. Side note, I don't know that I would pass calculus, even with the appropriate tutoring. And that takes us to our first joke on today's episode of Golder Time. And it's a calculus joke, believe it or not. A calculus student is stuck in traffic. After waiting 20 minutes with little movement, he decides to catch up on his homework. Five minutes in, he feels thirsty and realizes he has an unopened bottle of Coke in his backpack. Takes it out, opens it up. However, as soon as he takes his first sip, a nearby police car starts flashing his lights and orders him to pull over to the side. When the cop reaches his car, the student asks, what am I being stopped for, officer? And the cop answers, drinking and deriving. Get it? (laughs) 
drinking and deriving <laughs> derivations. Nobody's laughing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That, that helps me and my, my confidence. Um, you know, the month of February honors the important role black people play in the story of our country. Across the United States, schools and communities organize to learn more about black history and culture in the month of February. We're excited about our black history celebration right here at Newark Charter School at the end of March. Well, today we are lucky to have six absolute superstars, well, five, we have five absolute superstars with us to help us celebrate this important month. All five are seniors, and they are all showing what it means to shine here at Newark Charter School. So we welcome them today to Golder Time, and I'm going to go around the room and let them introduce themselves to you now. Um, hi, my name is Idris. Hi, my name is Mackenzie. Hi, my name is Courtney. Hi, I'm Samira Morgan. Hi, I'm Brandon. So guys, welcome to the show, first of all. It's great to have you here. This is podcast number five of Golder Time of the year. We try to get student guests on the show, and we're real excited to have you here. Now, Idris, I'm going to start start with you. Uh, you know, you've had a, a wonderful career. I know you were not a Newark Charter School student full through and through K-12, to like yeah. many of our, our Newark Charter School students. So maybe we start there. Like, what was it interesting for you kind of coming into to a school where, where it was kind of so established with friend groups and everybody knew each other? And how was that sort of transition for you? Um, it was definitely a hard adjustment, adjustment, but I feel like I kind of acclimated pretty well. Um, everyone here was pretty friendly for the most part and kind of fit right in from the beginning, so it wasn't too bad. Great to hear. And I know you, you've done some really good work with our Black Student Union and even some unique work as an autism instructor for, for uh, young swimmers. Can you talk about some of your leadership roles in that way? Um, for Black Student Union, I just felt like I it wasn't always leadership. I just wanted to like feel like included and feel like I had a kind of community to go to in the school. So I kind of just found myself wanting to participate in Black Student Union from my sophomore year. And as I um, started doing it, participating more, I just kind of moved up and started trying to make a difference myself and starting to try to plan events, field trips, and stuff so everyone else can feel that sense of community in the school. Awesome. And then for uh, swimming with autism, I have two brothers with autism, so I just felt like I like know what it feels like as a parent when you want to sign up for swim lessons, sign your kid up for swim lessons, and it's hard to find people who are willing to do that, and it's not easy, not a lot of spots, and it's just uh, very comforting to know that there's someone, you know, taking the time and um, care to, you know, teach uh, your kid. Are they are they your only two siblings? Uh, no, I have six now. But, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. So, so really cool, interesting leadership abilities, and we all know that that you know more popular. You're you're, you're a big leader on our basketball uh, yeah. team. You're our center. You're our big guy. You're our rebounder. You're, you're the guy that gets it done uh, underneath the, the rim. And and talk a little bit about the team. You obviously got off to a tough start this year, uh, but the fact is, here coming down the stretch, the team really is playing better basketball. Um, yeah, definitely now. But um, when I first started, I got injured before uh, the first game, so I missed out for about half the season. So it was definitely hard for everyone to make the adjustments because we were practicing as a whole and you know, the whole time. So leaving suddenly definitely get, took a hit on the team. But I feel like um, from the side, I was kind of helping things like I really helped with, like coaching, um, helps helping out, keeping an eye on, cheering on. And then once I was able to get back, it felt like it was it was definitely a still an adjustment because I was still hurt but towards the end I started recovering and we started you know really working as a team more home games was a long away game stretch so now that we're back home um 
playing team basketball is gonna I feel like it's a lot better. I feel like the team has shown a lot of resiliency. I mean, when you get up a little, yeah. beat up a little bit early in the year, the ability to kind of stick together, mm-hmm. the ability to, to keep playing hard, keep working for Coach Zhang, keep it together mentally, I think is yeah. impressive by this year's squad. Yeah, I agree. We've definitely been through a, a lot. So just making it back and, you know, finishing out strong is really what's really important to us right now. Well, Idris, I certainly appreciate you being here on the show. And uh, maybe you jump in later here as, as yeah. we move uh, down the line. So Samira Morgan is, is here with us uh, today. Uh, just a wonderful personality uh, in our school. Uh, you know, I got to know you a little bit through field hockey season and, and, and that phenomenal run uh, that you guys made to the state championship game. Yeah. Can you talk about a little bit your field hockey experiences and what it meant to, to bond with the team and make that great run? Yeah, so another thing about Newark Charter is a lot of, like you said before, a lot of us have been together since kindergarten. So having that bond come from, like, us grow from a middle school field hockey team into almost state champions, like being second in the state, that was definitely a lot to be proud of. And just the bond we have is very good. And we had some injuries on field hockey, too, didn't we? I mean, yeah. I feel like that, that we've caught a little bit of the injury bug here at our school this yeah. year. You guys had to battle through that also. Yeah, a couple of our starting lineup people, one that comes to my mind is Sophia Walsh. She definitely helped us a lot in games. She was injured. She tore her ACL pretty early on in the season. That definitely took a hit um, to our team, but we've recovered. Also, Ella Miller, she, I think she did something to her knee, but I'm not, I'm not sure what. But she was definitely hurt for a majority of the season. She came back in the last couple games. But we didn't let that stop us. Patriots are fighters. We're fighters. Uh, you know, you've done some great work here in our uh, in our government, in our in our local government. You've yeah. worked closely with with United States Senator Tom Carper. You are a fellow uh, with Governor John Carney. Yeah. Is this something you're a interested in in your future? And and b tell us a little bit about those leadership experiences. So um, to start off talking about my future, I'm interested in going to college for like environmental studies and biochemistry and maybe nursing in the future, but that's just my um, bachelor's I'm focused on now. But for Senator Carper, he's the chairman of the Environmental and Public Works Committee. So that was really interesting to go talk to him about those topics and I went with him to a couple like large meetings because he was a part of bringing AstraZeneca which is a biotechnology company um I'm not sure if it's their headquarters but one of their centers is in Delaware so I went to a couple meetings with him about that so that was really interesting to learn from him and then for my governor's fellowship with John Carney that was a really good experience to have because that was more of me being a summer camp counselor to a bunch of kids in Ellesmere and um, just trying to get insight on how they grew up versus how I grew up and trying to help them and be um, a leader to them. That's great. That is good work. And of course, Senator Carper and John Carney have both been Delaware politicians forever. You know, in in a state this small, everyone kind of knows everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's one of the few states in the, in the country where I could text members of our legislature right now and they would get right back to me yeah so so it's it, it's really a, a unique thing that we have in in delaware that we're so small uh that you're able to have these fabulous opportunities mm-hmm. um you know how do you balance it all i mean that, that's something i always wonder at, at newark charter you're you're a great student you're 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 doing these fabulous things outside of school you're an athlete you know talk to me about the balance of being so busy at, at your age um 
So I say it, it definitely helps set me up for how busy I'm going to be in college. So that's something I'm thankful for. But really just time management. So I have, I'm a three-sport athlete. So I have school and then I go to my practice from like 2.30 to 4.30 or like 4.30 to 6. And if I have that chunk of time um, from coming home before practice, I try to eat do some homework so when I get home I can have some time to rest and re- reset for the next day but especially as a senior having my my schedule's good this year I have one a.m. block in one study hall nice. so um what I I'm supposed to be in my study hall right now so <laughs> when I'm in my study hall I um I do a lot of work then but just time management is really important and I think that set me up good for the future it's awesome. Thank you for being here, and thank you for being an amazing representative uh, for, for our school. Mm-hmm. Hi, Mackenzie. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for being on the show uh, with us today. You know, Mackenzie is, is, again, another student that has such a smile uh, on her face all the time here at Newark Charter School in the hallways, uh, and, and she's done some really great things. I mean, uh, I'll start here. You served as a symposium coordinator for abuse within teenage mental health facilities, which is a really sort of deep and and, and interesting thing to, to get into. But talk to me about how you got into that and why it's of interest to you. Oh, yeah, so um, the basically um, with the teen treatment facilities, it was a project for my um, Global Pathway capstone. And um, we just wanted to bring awareness to like the lack of legislation like behind those facilities. Um, they're not really regulated. And yeah, we just wanted to bring awareness to that because it's something that should be talked about. And in Delaware, you know, mental health is is discussed quite a bit, and, mm-hmm. and really the lack of facilities in our state is, is con- concerning uh, to a lot of people. You know, what did you, are there, are there specific things you learned through the process that Delaware could do better or that we should be thinking about as a state? Um, so, yeah, there could just be, like, more funding um, within those facilities just to make them, like, better for the people that are in them. Um a lot of the times when um, kids are like sent to those facilities or whatever, it's like unwillfully and it can just be very traumatic for them. So yeah, we just wanted to bring awareness to that and I don't know, just yeah. It's awesome. And, and we're at a time that, you know, we're still, still coming off the pandemic, even mm-hmm. though it's been now a little bit of time and we know what the pandemic did to, to many people from a mental health uh, standpoint. Yeah. So so I think, you know, to, to say that mental health in this country is improving is probably incorrect. I, I still think we have a lot of work to do there, and especially for kids, you yeah. know, for teenagers in particular, life's not easy. Uh, social media, um, craziness on YouTube, TikTok, and the like, and it's not as easy to be a teenager as yeah. it was when I was a teenager many, many years ago. Uh, you're another one involved with athletics, so you're you're with the cheerleading team. I was. You I did was. It my so this is a pass. Year, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we can talk about that still. Uh, talk about a little bit about cheerleading, and and was it enjoyable to yeah, you? Yeah, it was a really good. Break? It was a really good experience. Um, it was the school's first year doing it. Um, I don't regret it at all. It was really cool. It was nice to be a part of a team and to learn new skills or whatever. Um, I did cheerleading like during middle school. Like I used to um tumble at Tri State, and then I stopped because I broke my ankle. But then, I don't know, I picked it back up my junior year. It was a fun experience. Yeah, I liked um, cheering on our teams. Nice, nice. <laughs> and tell me then also, Mackenzie, a little bit about your future. What, what are you thinking about for next year? Um, what, what's the plan for Mackenzie Haskins? So, yeah, I'm committed to UD. Um, I'm supposed to um, go to school for global enterprise management, but I may change it to marketing. 
Um, yeah, I'm just kind of interested in the business field and like, I don't know, working with companies like on their social media teams or PR teams and just things like that. So, yeah. I think you have the personality for that. Thank you. Thank you for being <laughs> on the show, Mackenzie. Courtney Warren is here uh, with us today. Hi, Courtney. Hello. Courtney is someone who's been involved in, in, in a lot of uh, state initiatives. And I want to talk first about your work on House Bill 198. So for those of you on the show that don't know anything about House Bill 198, that this is the Black History Bill in the state of Delaware. And it basically guarantees that all of our students, K-12, to will uh, get an appropriate uh, history uh, of black people in our country uh, from the start of the country until now. And it, it's, it at the time was a controversial bill and it was one that, that people in the legislature had a lot, a lot of discussion uh, about, but to get a student voice involved with the creation of this bill is really impressive. So talk about your work there. Yeah, so I kind of joined on the tail end of House Bill 198 and a friend's mom put me in contact with um, I believe her name is... My name Cherry Dorsey Walker. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And, and I was on the side of implementation, so I was working with arts teachers around the state of Delaware, including Miss Green, who's our intermediate mm-hmm. um, band director, and I was just kind of helping them with curriculum for House Bill 198, so they would present the curriculum and I would just give tips on it. So maybe things that would appeal to students or things that would not appeal to students just to try to improve the curriculum so that it would appeal to everyone. That's outstanding. And for those of you listening to the podcast, it's not about a course. Mm -hmm. It's not about, okay, we're going to take black history your junior year. It's much more of an integration of the topic across K to 12 education. And, and there are appropriate ways to talk about it with kindergartners. There's appropriate ways to talk about it with junior high students and appropriate ways to have, you know, sort of deeper discussions uh, at, at the high school level. And, and so it's it's been a wonderful addition, I, I think, to what the state of Delaware uh, does. My wife is the uh, curriculum, social studies curriculum supervisor in Red Clay, and she did a lot of work on, on HB 198. And there's still a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. but every year... Uh, each school district, each school has to turn in a report to the Delaware Department of Education on, on how they are incorporating uh, these topics. So great leadership, uh, Courtney, to, to bring this into play. Thank you. And as a black student who is in band, it was just an amazing opportunity to be able to give back to the community that I've been a part of for years. It's awesome. You were also involved with the Daughters of the American Revolution. You got their Good Citizens Award. How did you apply for that or what, what does that entail? Yeah, so I was actually sitting in my AP literature class when I got the call from the office. I had no idea what it was about, but I was made aware of the fact that I received a nomination for the award by a committee of teachers here at Newark Charter. So the next day, actually after I received the nomination for it, I had to write a timed essay. So I sat in Mr. Mitchell's office for like two hours to write the timed essay. Um, And then I also had to send basically like a resume of things that I've done um, related to service and um, community um, activities. And yeah, so my timed essay that I wrote, it won locally. Um, so I'm receiving $250 for that. And then like that. it won in the state of Delaware. And it's currently moving on to the regional competition 
which I'm not sure what states are involved with the regional competition, but yeah, I'm really excited. That's incredible. Congratulations. That is really cool. And then, of course, you've done your work with the Youth Environmental Summit as well, which seems to be maybe a little bit of a a, uh, topic at this table that is popular, the the environment. (laughs) Uh, Talk to me about your your work there. So I, I attended the Youth Environmental Summit freshman year, which was virtual. And then I attended in sophomore year as well, and I just saw how amazing uh, organization it was. So I wanted to be a student leader in my junior year, and thankfully when I applied, I was accepted into the program. And I was a part of the communications committee in my junior year, so we made a bunch of Instagram posts, and I used like Canva to graphic to graphically design those posts, and we also made TikTok posts to kind of convince people to come to the event. Thankfully, we had around 500 people come to the summit, which was absolutely amazing. And I thought it went so smoothly, and I'm so proud of everyone who worked on it last year. But this year, I'm a part of the plenary committee, and I'm a co-chair for it. So I've been working with um, the people in my committee to have speakers come to the environmental summit. And I've been, I've been communicating with Dr. Donahue, and he speaks about veganism and vegetarianism and how it's good for the planet and we're having him speak at the summit this year. So I'm really excited for that. That is great. That is great. So uh, again, I mean, students talking about mental health, talking about the environment. I mean, this is our future, uh, folks. The, the, these young people are our future leaders. Uh, I've thought about being vegan, uh, Courtney, and <laughs> I love a good steak. I can't. I can't, just simply can't do it. So thank you for being on the show. Brandon U- Numa. Brandon Numa is here. And, and Brandon... Oh, there's our bell. Happens to us every podcast. <laughs> uh, Brandon Numa is here. Brandon, a leader in our school, a musician. I've always wanted to play the saxophone. I feel like it's like the coolest instrument. How did you get into that? And tell us a little bit about your experience in music. Yeah, so um, I first started playing around the fourth grade. Um, we got to choose our own instruments, and uh, that like appealed to me the most, so I chose that. And I've been playing it ever since. Um it's a very complicated instrument. Um, it's a lot of keys on it, but once you get the hang of it, uh, you can learn how to play a lot of different songs on it, and it's really fun to play. Now, do you like walk around the stage and move your head up and down and do things that like famous saxophonists do, like really cool like that? No, not really. Oh. Um, <laughs> we do have a marching band, and that's when we move around and we incorporate different movements. But uh, for concerts, we're just sitting in our chairs and we're playing. And we're excited, of course, next year. I know you won't be here for this, but we're excited next year for our marching band to perform at football games as well. An uh, exciting new addition uh, here here at Newark Charter School. Uh, Brandon, some really interesting things uh, to to discuss here. Uh, You you had an experience uh, overseas in in Kenya uh, with, with a surgeon. Tell me about that. That is outstanding for a student your age to have this experience. Yeah, so my family is from Kenya, and uh, I was able to meet with a doctor. Uh, my family was able to set it up, and I was at a hospital. It was called St. Malumba's Hospital. Um, it was, like, linked with the church, and I was able to uh, shadow this uh, surgeon, and I was with him throughout the day. I was uh, looking at what he was doing. He was showing me different things. Like, uh, he showed me around the hospital, and it was a really cool experience. Um hospital was uh, really different than the ones here in America. Uh, they don't have as much technology and stuff like that, but uh, they're still helping as many people as they can, and uh, it, was, it was a really cool experience. Yeah, I mean, probably a lot. I mean, lack of resources, I assume, in the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. 
Did the doc was the doctor there a long time? Was he an experienced guy that had been there a long time? Uh, yeah, he'd been there for a couple of years. Um, he had a he was a like the lead medical surgeon, so uh, he helps out like everywhere around the hospital, the ICU, uh, like the normal medical wards. Uh, it was a yeah, he helps out a lot. Yes, which is probably a unique too in, in itself, where we're so specialized in, in the United States, and a doctor in Kenya is all over the all over the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So is this a future uh, plan for you? Are you interested in medicine? Is this what you plan to do? Yeah, um, I plan on majoring in biology when I go to college and then going to medical school school after. And I plan on specializing in uh, orthopedic, uh, like, like that deals with like bones. Understood. What, what are your plans for next year? Do you know where you're headed yet? Uh, no, not yet. I'm currently narrowing it down. But my top choices are probably uh, Purdue or UD, you know. Uh, Purdue, Big Ten. Yeah. You know, I'm a University of Maryland guy. I'm a Terp, so <laughs> love Purdue, but I won't hold that uh, against you. Uh, obviously, um, talk to me a little bit about. Have you been K to twelve? Have you been here all along? Yeah. What we haven't really touched on that with anyone in the group. What's it like to be in one place from the time you're a kindergartner to a twelfth grader with the same friends, same people, same situation? Uh, is this a is this a benefit? Is this annoying by the time you're a twelfth grader? Are you looking for new friends? What what what's the feel when you know somebody for thirteen years? I mean, yeah, it's definitely a big benefit. Um, I've made some really long lasting relationships with people. Uh, growing up with people, you have lots of different experiences, especially because uh, you have new classmates every year, so you're able to meet new people almost every like year, and it's just you don't really get uh, bored of it. Again, again, I mean, you are seeing the same people, but uh, this allows for like more like tight knit relationships. How do you get a prom date when you know somebody for thirteen years? Um, well, it is definitely hard, or it's not, it's not really hard, but um, I don't, I don't know. You're able to get uh, people from other schools as well. Okay, all right, there you go. There's the real answer. Right there, the board to stay well, guys, this is. Mr. Donaldson, this might have been our best podcast yet. I love it. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. This was outstanding. I really appreciate you guys joining us today. Talking to you guys reminds me of how lucky I am to be here. I'm very proud to be head of school at New Art Charter. This is my first year here. As many of you know, I'm eight months into this thing. I could not be happier. I'm so proud of this place. I'm such a cheerleader for everything we do. I'm like on social media every night promoting this place. Uh, I just think it's spectacular. And, and I think there's no better time to be to be a patriot. We're growing. We're building stadiums. We're adding football. We're building theaters. With students like you, we're, we're about to blow the top off this place. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. And Patriot Faithful, that takes us to the end of another exciting episode of Golder Time. Here at Newark Charter, we wish our students, staff, our parents, and our community partners a wonderful February. Before we know it, the flowers will be blooming, spring sports will be upon us, and recess will be nice and warm again. Roll Pats, and Happy New Year from our family to yours. Intro and outro music provided by Christopher and Jonathan Barry. We thank them.